Do you wish you had reliable whole food plant-based meals that were quick, simple, and actually tasted good? Would you like to find your new favorite healthy drinks, snacks, and desserts that make you smile big? Then you're going to love the Power on Plants cookbook. Inside, you'll find our family's favorite recipes that give us more time, more energy, and more joy every single day. Our clients taste tested these recipes and have given their rave reviews. And then I gathered them all up into one delicious collection just for you. Rich Alfredo sauce, creamy tomato soup, tasty burgers, mouth-watering dressings, nacho cheese sauce, brownie batter hummus, and so many more. You no longer have to choose between healthy and delicious. Grab your cookbook and all the current bonuses at poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook today. That's poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook. You're listening to episode 57 of Smarter Healthy Living. But like Anita said, that when you feed these bacteria well, you get the right ones growing and flourishing inside of you. And then they start to give you nutrients and a lot of health benefits that you wouldn't have otherwise. Well, because they eat the food, you're feeding them. It's their food. You're listening to the Smarter Healthy Living Podcast, where we firmly believe that getting healthy should never feel like torture. We're your hosts, Jared and Anita Roussel. We're college sweethearts and health professionals who help you redefine what getting healthy looks like using a whole food plant-based lifestyle. It's time to hear from the experts and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others get beyond the overwhelm to create a vibrant life they love. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, you're in the right place. So pull up a virtual chair, grab your matcha latte, and let's get started. If this is your first time listening to us, first of all, we'd like to say welcome. We are so excited to have you here with us. Jared and I are absolutely passionate about teaching you how to adopt a whole food plant-based lifestyle in a way that's simple, enjoyable, and delicious. Why is that? So you can do it for the rest of your life and build your body up to be its strongest and best so that you can get out there and do all those things that you'd love to do that you just dream about doing today. And that's why we're excited to talk about what we're going to discuss today. But first, I want you to know that I wasn't always this passionate about eating whole plant foods. When I was a young child living in Northwest Georgia in this little small and you'll blink and you'll miss it town. um, I lived about five miles west of that little town, actually. And we had two stoplights. You may have heard me talk about that before if you're not new. But I loved growing up out in the country. But I could have lived in the country. I could have lived in the city. And I can pretty much promise you I would not have liked green beans um, in the least at that point in my life, just because my body, I wasn't trained to eat them from the time I was younger, really. And I ate a lot of other things that were just sabotaging my health and sabotaging my taste buds. You know, Jared and I like to talk about how once you live this way for just as little as three weeks, those foods that have a hold on you that you just feel like you can't do without. For me, it was cheese, dairy, chips, meat. Oh, yeah. I love that, too. I mean, we ate it all the time. And now I don't even think about those things. But you don't get there just in one day. I mean, you look at it and you just feel so overwhelmed sometimes. And that's why we're here, because we can show you the steps to take to make it enjoyable and easy so that it works with your lifestyle, actually tastes good. And then you can live this way for life. But why is that important? The reason I shared the story about green beans is now I love them. They're one of my 
absolute favorite vegetables. And it's because I learned how to get them in a way that worked for me. Because now I know how they make my body feel as well. Not only do they taste good to me, but they make me feel amazing. And there's a reason for that. There are a lot of wonderful things, nutrients in there, phytonutrients that make your body feel fantastic. So when you want to get rid of any kind of disease processes that you have going on, you know, you don't feel good, you don't, you feel tired all the time, you're wondering how to get the energy that you need, you need to find foods that are going to get to the root of the issue, not another diet that's going to be miserable that you're never going to do for the rest of your life, not another diet that will not fuel your cells well. It's just starving you of calories, starving you in general. Yeah, you might lose some weight, but in the end, there's no benefit to that. Today, we're talking about why do plant foods work? And there's a really important reason for that. Did you know your body has a ton of bacteria and small, tiny things on it, living on it and inside it, living things that will help you out if you help them out or that will harm you if you fuel the wrong ones. We have 39 trillion bacteria that live inside of us. I mean, that, that's an incredible number. But like Anita said, that when you feed these bacteria well, you get the right ones growing and flourishing inside of you, and then they start to give you nutrients and a lot of health benefits that you wouldn't have otherwise. Well, now, because they eat the food, you're feeding them. It's exactly. their food. That's what they eat. And when they do that, they make chemicals and things that your body needs and can thrive off of. And then the bad ones, if they're getting the bad stuff and they're not, the good ones aren't getting the good stuff, then the good ones die off. The bad ones flourish. And before you know it, you've got a whole host of problems going on in your body because your body doesn't have what it needs that actually those bacteria and those archaea and the different things in your body that are living there to help you out aren't able to help you because they're not getting the fuel they need. What's the main fuel they need? Well, it is fiber. Mm -hmm. And where do you find fiber? You find that only in plant foods. You will not find it in animal products, eggs, dairy, meats of any kind, only in plants. Now, you've probably heard the term prebiotic and may have even wondered what that means. You've heard probiotic, which is the term used for the bacteria that's actually been, that term has been around for a while. There are a lot right. of products that are out on the market. But what exactly is prebiotic? Well, it's as simple as the food that your microbiome eats. What's microbiome? That's the bacteria. That's all the little things that live on your skin, inside of your intestine. Different organisms that most of them will help us out if we help them out, right? That's what we're talking about today. How do you help them out? How do you help them to help you. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. So where do you get the prebiotics? Well, you get them in plant foods. And we wanted to go over a few, give a, a name of the few. Yeah. And you really don't have to take those people think, okay, I need prebiotics. I need probiotics. Therefore, I need some kind of pill or supplement. But do they? No, really, you don't. You can get them in that way. But we feel the absolute best form is in its whole form in plant foods, just the way it was created. But I wanted to give you a name of a few. That way, if you come across them or if you hear those terms, you know what, what we're talking about. Uh, one of them is inulin. Mm -hmm. Now, it sounds a lot like insulin, but it's inulin, and it is a type of carbohydrate, a type of fiber made from chains of fructose. 
You find high amounts of it in asparagus, onions, leeks, garlics, artichokes, uh, dandelion greens even. Mm -hmm. So even just a lot of common things that you would find in your local grocery store. These aren't exotic foods that you have to order from online to be shipped Mm -mm. over from uh, Europe or the Middle East. These are things that you can commonly find in your grocery store. I'll tell you what, though. The things that we think are the less common things or the things that you haven't tried and that may be different, a lot of times those things, if they're in the produce section, will have plenty of prebiotics. Try new things. Don't be afraid to try new things. Sunchokes have a lot of inulin in them. And a lot of places don't have them, but a lot of places do. So when you're looking around, look up picture of sunchokes. Look it up online. And then look for those in your grocery store. It well, might surprise well, you. Well, sunchokes are also known by the name Jerusalem artichoke, which the irony there is it's neither from Jerusalem and it's nor, nor is it an artichoke. <laughs> but the name is sunchoke. Uh, another common prebiotic is pectin. Mm-hmm. Most people have heard of that, especially if you remember your grandmother making jellies or jams. You'd have to have pectin, and that's what would create the gel mm-hmm. within that product. So that's naturally found in fruits. Uh, apple's a good source for that. But these are natural prebiotics, and your body doesn't digest these. It's food for the bacteria in your colon, so it makes its way all the way there. It doesn't break down beforehand, so... It's right there for the food. Yes. That the bacteria need, the good bacteria now that we want to thrive. Now, something interesting I did learn about pectin was that it has actually been shown to have directly anti-cancer properties with colon cancer. That it wasn't something that the bacteria broke down and then made something that helped with the cancer. It was the pectin itself directly kills the cancer cells. Wow. I mean, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. You just We don't hear this stuff. And this is everyday things. Eat your apple. It's, it's so true. An apple a day will keep the doctor away. Another prebiotic is beta-glucan. Now, these are found predominantly in grains like oats and barley. So these are another very good source. So you would want to get these grains whole because the fiber is predominantly found in the outer portion of the grain. Mm-hmm. So if you like with, with rice, if you got white rice instead of brown rice, then a lot of that fiber is taken out, so you're going to miss out on some of these. If you have white rice. Right. Right. That's not to say white rice is bad. It's definitely better than a lot of things that many people are eating. But if you want the best, eat brown rice. It's fantastic. And you still have all that fiber in there that's not been removed. So if you have a choice, that's what you want to choose. Because again, it feeds the good bacteria and they can flourish. And when they can flourish, they can make all the chemicals that they need to make that your body is waiting for. Now here we've touched on just a few of the prebiotics, but there are tons of them out there. And honestly, there are probably even some that we have yet to discover. So the key in something that we we just emphasize so much. This is the take home. If you're waiting for the take home, this is the big gold star right here. It's variety. Get a variety of plant plant foods from the five foundational foods. We talked about that in episode number five, and it's so true. And the reason being is that there are, it's estimated there are about 5,000 different strain of bacteria that live inside of us. And this is something that they were only able to discover in the last, I believe, five years, just because of the the science of being able to grow these things in a laboratory. Uh, That sounds like a fun job. (laughs) (laughs) Pass. (laughs) Yeah. But it's 
they all require different types of food, different types of fiber. Mm-hmm. So if you can get a wide variety, you'll help all of these flourish. Now, you may be thinking, okay, well, what if I don't eat the fiber? What's going to happen? Well, very quickly, and even in as little as two weeks, two weeks, that those beneficial guys will start to die off. And what does that do? Well, one, you're not getting the beneficial stuff from them, but also they act like little policemen inside your gut to help prevent the pathogenic bacteria, the bad bacteria from flourishing. Okay. So when you lose the good guys, because you're not giving them the food they need, like the fiber and the plant foods, right? That's what they need. Exactly. So when you lose them, they're not, they're not only are you missing the good stuff that they make for you, you're also missing the ability of them to be there to fight off the bad guys because they have those two jobs, right? Correct. Probably more jobs than that, but this is just breaking it down to the very elemental level. Just to the right? essence, yeah. to the essence of it. And then if they're not there and they're dying off, then the the bad guys flourish. The bad bacteria, the ones that make us sick, the ones that make us feel bad, the ones that cause inflammation, inflammation. that cause you to hurt all exactly. the time. There's a reason you're hurting. Why is that? You need more plant foods. You need to try to take away the things that are causing you harm and replace those with the good stuff. And that's what we're passionate about showing you how to do. We're so glad you could join us today on Smarter Healthy Living. Drop us an email. Let us know how this episode's helped you and what you'd like to hear in future episodes as well. We look forward to seeing you next time and hope you're having a great week.